Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, back with another episode. Happy Friday. Um, this episode is a, it's probably going to be an emotional one. I just have to be honest with you all. Um, I'm definitely in a more vulnerable state um, in this very moment. Um, but I thought it was so important because this is the reason why I started this podcast. And sometimes, you know, when you are presenting yourself in certain arenas or certain spaces, you want to perform. You want to make sure that you are at your best and you only show that and you only give that. But there's so much more to us. There's so many other layers that exist. And we have to be careful because when we get too comfortable in that space where we're only performing and we're shape-shifting and we're kind of just going off of this flow of being very... um just being very put together, we forget that sometimes, although we may seem like we're put together, where our foundation, our foundation is, is shoddy. It's not, it's rep, not reputable work, you know. Um, and as you guys kind of know, I'm already on this kind of journey of just rediscovering myself and revisiting certain things, and almost like reparenting myself. It's kind of weird to say, but that's genuinely kind of what it is. It's just revisiting the pieces of me that I kind of left or overlooked or designed differently because I felt like at the time that's what I needed to do. But now that I'm older, I can create and I can, you know, ease my way into safer environments. It's so important for me to to just take a look at some of the things that I kind of have created over time to protect myself. And earlier this year, um, I actually recorded a video where I made a promise to myself. And this brings me to mirror work and the power behind mirror work. So a lot of times in our lives, well, I would say probably like 99.99% of our lives, we are not in front of a mirror. And what I mean by that is we're not talking to a mirror. We're not interacting with a mirror. We're not dealing with a mirror. We're not looking for a mirror. We're not um, you know, available or around a mirror. So we don't get to experience ourselves as a, with a front row seat, you know, um, we are within ourselves. And so we don't know what that looks like, what that feels like, especially when the fact that, you know, just in general, we interact with so many people, like we, you know, whether it be friends, colleagues, family, acquaintances, strangers, wherever, they get to experience us in ways that we will never get to experience ourselves. And it's so important for us to look into mirror work and to start to practice that every now and then, especially in a time where you're very vulnerable. Because sometimes we begin to spiral, if you're like me. And what I mean by that is that sometimes our thoughts get the best of us, our feelings get the best of us. And it's hard for us to rationalize. It's hard to, for us to not to want to self-soothe in a toxic way because we can't see ourselves. We can't, you know, hug ourselves in the way that it feels externally from someone else. And we're in search of kind of like pinpointing exactly what we need or what's going on. And we have to be very careful because it can lead us in directions that are dangerous, that are probably more toxic than we can be for ourselves, whether it's letting in a thought or a person or participating in an experience that we're deeply going to regret 
or it could be missing the mark entirely. So we have to go through this lesson all over again. (laughs) Um, So something that I've been incorporating into my life is mirror work and revisiting and just exploring that. One of the ways that I kind of do that is through um, affirmations. So going to the mirror, um, saying affirmations and talking to myself about things. Another way is recording myself and watching that. So whether it be setting up a feature where, you know, it can hands-free and record on its own and I am dancing or I am talking to myself or I am just completely, you know, preaching to myself, cheering myself on, um, you know, watching my, well, I would watch myself enjoy a moment. Um, not to perform because the only person that sees it is me, (laughs) but it's more to take note, remind myself the different shades, the different layers that I have. Um, pictures are great. I will say pictures are great, you know, um, thing that you can incorporate because it allows you to, um, jolt a memory associated with that experience. But a video is more, in my opinion, more ideal. I've even done voice notes where I recorded myself talking about stuff. Now you guys know, obviously, if you listen to the podcast, thank you for all of you who do, you know that I am an, a talker. <laughs> I did a quite a bit of talking today, actually, um, to my students. And I'm so grateful for them listening and feeling like being there to listen is valuable. Um, I tried to speak intentionally. One thing I am working on is listening more. Um, listening better because I do listen. It's just listening better. I, you know, when you're struggling with control and you're struggling with being able to adjust someone's perspective of you or quote unquote, correct them or set the record straight or speak your truth. Sometimes you get caught up in the fact that it, it needs to be said in the first place versus the fact that the truth is for something you to hold on to. And not for them to have to block because they're in their own truth. And so working through that, I've noticed a couple of times where I've kind of just addressed things prematurely instead of letting it play out. So that way the truth can, you know, you know, life can find its way to the truth or the universe will, you know, expose of the truth. And it's, it's not necessarily something that I guess I would say I am... I'm proud of, but it's something that I realize it's a defense mechanism. I'm making sure at the end of the day, you know what it is versus, you know, um, you assuming or guessing or putting false narratives, whatever it may be. But there's, there's a sense of security and, and belief that goes with, you know, speaking your piece and understanding that sometimes you are not able to communicate that with the person that you're interacting with, sometimes you have to do that offline with yourself and through mirror work. Um, I do like to do a lot of conversations with myself. So whether it be in the car at home, just kind of my own therapy of like, how does that sound out loud? Because when we speak it in our head, sometimes it seems like a, a, a familiar friend, um, someone that you can kind of like, you know, go back and forth with. But when you speak it out loud, and you interact with it in the universe and hear your voice and hear your tone and hear your delivery, it there creates more realness. And then another layer of that is speaking about it out loud to yourself, 
through a mirror. That is no joke. Okay. Because you see your facial expressions, you see how you want to react and also recognizing, connecting with that feeling. I've been genuinely trying to connect with my more vulnerable side because for many, 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 many years, I have always been the strong one, the one that doesn't really break, the one that has just carried through, you know, in different um, seasons, different experiences. And I find that to be odd. Like I had, um, I wouldn't even say a breakdown. I had a release moment earlier today. and. Um, it was one of those things where I had just pent up anxiety, just pent up like on edge because I was sitting in fear, mostly sitting in fear and uncertainty. And um, I needed to release that. I needed to set the record straight, knowing that my anxiety was stemming from a negative place. I had to set the record straight with myself. I had to get into my own head. And one of the ways is through mirror work. And you know, as I was shedding tears and crying and just weeping because it's not always a surface level, the obvious thing of like, oh, I'm just sad or, oh, things were really hard today. There can be tons of other things that um, show up in my life or our lives, period, that drop energy off. And like I mentioned earlier, one of the conversations that I had with my students just talking about life and just giving energy and and life in, in general. I had some tense moments today where I had to call some people out on their shit. And when I do that, I don't necessarily feel good, but I still, I do feel like it's the truth. And, you know, some people may have a hard time when it comes to the truth and the idea of talking about the truth and, and interacting with the truth and your truth is different than someone else's truth. But when you get a feeling that is undeniable, that is familiar to you, that is from a good place and you relay that message for whatever reason, sometimes fear can put its hand over your mouth. And um, when you're in a vulnerable state, you have questions, you have more doubts, you have um, concerns, you have apprehensiveness, You there's gray area, there's you know, am I on the right track? There's, you're seeking validation. I can so, so honor that and, 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 um, have my own relationship with seeking validation. Um, putting into practice the things that you preach to other people, which is something that I am heavily working through, um, is extremely challenging yet very necessary because it sharpens your life skill. It sharpens your sense of self it reminds you of your your range and your capability. Through mirror work, you're able to solidify the bond with yourself. Now, when you're basically on a journey, whether it be a choice or what feels like force or just randomly decided to happen in your life, um, where you need to get to know yourself, you need to understand yourself, you need to connect with yourself, you need to spend time with yourself, all of those sort of things. Sometimes it can feel very surface level where the activities, the things that people are suggesting you to do or social media is throwing your way. It just feels very surface level. Like you're not, you're not hitting the points that you need to hit where you can walk out feeling like I'm holding hands with myself on this one. And I feel closer to myself. 
mirror work is a great example of participating in something that's a little bit deeper, deeper, where you now create a, um, a visual image of yourself in that moment. Now, some may last forever. Some may last as long as that video lasts, but that is an intentional part of the healing process. And that's something that I'm working on being more intentional about, for instance, channeling, um, you know, um, the energy that I have that I feel is very negative and shedding it through practicing, you know, um, a crying session to release the tension and release the uncomfortability that I'm experiencing. Um, very intentful though, in a way, in a means to an end, not in a means to sit in a wallowing sea of tears and disheartment and focusing on the relevant issue, not the reminder of another issue, you know, or another reason to cry that happened several years ago. And I no longer feel connected to, but because I'm here crying anyways, I'm just going to add that in to prolong the process. Um, it is a discipline to cry and schedule, not when they schedule, but cry with intention, cry to serve a purpose, um, versus cry just to cry. Um, it is a skill to cry, you know, for some, because sometimes it can be really hard to tap into that place. And that's something I'm trying to exercise. And so me crying reinforces that I am connected to that side and it is releasing. And that's why I feel I'm capable of having this conversation right now from a good place where I feel like I needed that moment and I gave myself that moment and I'm sharing you know, this with you all in hopes that you explore that, um, explore that side and start to practice that side when you're honoring a promise to yourself of which I did, you know, earlier this year of, you know, every year I tried now, I try to give myself something that I should focus on or, you know, area that I should be pulling back, you know, you know, pieces of me or layers of me. And one of those being just being good to myself. It's very easy to report, to um, be available, to love on, to see, to wipe back the tears, to um, smile, to enjoy someone else um, because they're external. You know, you can you can spend as much time as you want with them, depending on who they are. You can go out of your way for them. You can um, spend time designing and developing something that they would like. There's so many ways that you can do for others. And when it comes to doing for yourself, sometimes it can feel almost unattainable. Like how do I even, where do I start? Where do I even begin? I think the first thing you begin with is, is making yourself a promise. And, um, that promise should include ways that you want to be treated, ways that you want to be seen, ways that you want to represent yourself, ways that you want to start, um, doing things, ways that you want to start seeing things and understanding things. And then following that by, you know, little, little bites of our little pieces of effort towards honoring that. And as life, you know, shifts its gears and takes unpredictable turns, um, you know, it's important to, to grab hold of that promise and sit with it. You know, one of the things that has really helped me through 
just everything in life is knowing obviously God is there and I'm accountable to him. Um, but another thing that's really helped me through is just knowing that there's a fire in me that has basically a sense of direction and I am always trying to keep my eye on it as much as I can, because if I take my eye off of it, it's darkness and nobody wants to be chasing darkness. That is no, who is doing that? Especially when you've been down this road before where you've been deeply, you know, depressed and, um, detached from yourself, that feeling of just like under fulfillment un you know, unloved and not seen and just getting up, you know, every day and it's mundane, you don't see the beauty in life. It's not something that I would recommend anyone do much less, um, sit in, especially if you feel like you're already in that space right now. You know, last week I talked about, um, your circle and all of those sort of things. And that definitely contributes, um, having self-restraint and, um, self-discipline is also a major part in honoring yourself of avoiding experiences that are going to be triggers or are going to remind you of places that you don't want to go or places you're walking away from. You know, when you are trying to alter your life into something that is more reflective of where you want to be, you have to start operating as if you were that person or are you were at that space, even though it may feel unnatural. It's like showing up you know, for your new job, of course you don't feel like you own the title yet because you you haven't even started yet. But as time goes on, you feel like a first grader or you feel like you, you know, you you deserve to have this role as a director or, you know, as the lead or as, a, you know, an assistant, whatever that may be, um, you start to embody it, but you have to show up for it. And, you know, Doing the work on yourself is so scary because you don't always get little nuggets that tell you you're doing the right thing. There's a lot of different things. And that's something I think about a lot. And I kind of just had a moment with myself today that um, when we were born, my theory, when we were born, there were pieces of our parents that were given to us that we never asked for, that we never called upon, that were broken, completely disheveled. And sometimes we weren't always given a fighting chance. It's not because we weren't worthy. It wasn't because you didn't matter. It wasn't because your needs weren't worth it. It was just simply because they didn't know how. They didn't know where to begin. And for everyone who is making, who's on this journey of discovering themselves and even listening to this podcast, especially for those of you who listen regularly, thank you so much in advance. Um, it is not your fault that these things are upon you. And I guarantee you probably never be able to pull back every single piece of it all. But <clears throat> just by even acknowledging and saying, hey, 
something's off, something's got to shift, something's got to change. And I need to be a part of that change is beyond a strategical effort to release the weights that you carry. Some of the weights that you carry, you don't even know you carry. And one of the promises that I made to myself is that I want to refine my legacy. I feel like the closer you are towards oppression, you know, survival mode or periods, you know, where your parents had survival periods of their lives, um, dysfunction, toxicity, the harder it is for you to shake all of those things because we do get remnants of those things sometimes by design, sometimes, you know, by default, because even though they may have moved away from the stem of the issue, they may not have had the time to unpack and to re- to learn better new habits to combat the amount of friction and chaos they've had to deal with. One of my biggest recommendations when you're just peeling back yourself and doing the mirror work um, is to forgive and try to understand your parents or where you come from or whoever raised you because they are the ones that shaped you. Whether you see it or not, they were the default. So there were things maybe you didn't understand or you didn't know, but you just kind of mirrored them because they were the example. Um, now I want to be very clear. Forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean that you forget and you agree and you support and you acknowledge or will clap for them. It simply just means that you're not allowing the circumstance to live with you any longer. Calling it out acknowledging it, you know, just saying to it, you know, Hey, I know you're here. I know you're, you know, you've, you've been with me, whether I wanted you to or not, but I will tell you from this day on, I'm stepping over you. You know, I'm moving forward. This is where you're going to be, but I'm moving past this and you'll be in my rear view. You've done your damage. You've stated your claim, you've made your stake, but you no longer will serve a purpose in my life because I am choosing to take on a whole new attitude towards everything. And I'm choosing to look at life from a more optimistic space and place. And I deeply hope that once you do let some of that weight go, You give yourself the space to be open and to be receptive towards different forms of love, different forms of living life, different forms of accepting, different forms of, you know, re-envisioning those areas of life in which you felt were necessary to keep with you at one point in time. For me personally, I think the hardest part right now is to make sure that old habits don't creep in, um, that I am still learning, 
that I'm making sure that I'm not just going around teaching and expressing myself. I'm also being taught. I had a teachable moment today where I, for lack of a better way of describing it, I sold someone's joy. And it was not intentional. It was because I was fearful that that person wasn't capable of completely coming out in a way that would um, be acceptable. And I wanted to help them and to just double, triple check, if you will, that they weren't doing that. And so because of that, I acted prematurely and caused them to second guess themselves. That wasn't my intention, but I recognized it immediately because I went and fact checked myself and I realized that I reacted off of emotion versus being logical. Now, when you do something that you're not happy with within yourself, even if it's for the best intentions, you can't help but feel a little bit of, oh, Sam, you got to do better. I did acknowledge this and I immediately, you know, this was the minutes of each other, immediately got the moment, got the lesson, you know, profusely apologized, supported, like I shifted gears. But the behavior where the act had already been done. And I don't like to get it wrong in anything because I'm a perfectionist. But I understand that in order to get it right more often, I have to learn. I have to have these moments and I'm thankful for these moments. I can't tell you how many times I've told God, thank you. I have told him, thank you so many times in these last couple of weeks. You guys have no idea because in my storms, I am thankful because he is working on me. You know, he is giving me that attention, that refinement. Um, you know, it's, it's a scary place to be in when you say, you know, take me as I am, carry me through this, and I'm doing the best that I can, even though I'm not going to always get it right. My first instinct is to fix things, is to make it right. But sometimes it being wrong is where it was supposed to be all along because you can't always get it right. That's not the point. It's not always about getting it right. So, you know, as life shifts and life changes, we have to honor the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. I was saying in my prayers today while I was thanking God about just giving me this range of emotion, range of life. Life has so much texture, so many layers, so many experiences, so many highs, so many lows, so many dark and and light and in-between spots. And it has so much range. And with that range, doesn't always, you know, make you feel warm and fuzzy. Sometimes you're like, what the hell? 
where, what, how did I get to this roller coaster? Where, where was this when, when I woke open my eyes this morning, you know, above all else, there's our breath that keeps going. And I really thank God for that because that's the baseline. That's the baseline that keeps our heart pumping. That's the baseline to say we're still in the game. We're still in the game. (laughs) We're still in the game. We're still here. And I don't want to forget that part. I don't want to ignore that part. I don't want to act like that part doesn't matter and that part doesn't exist. Because that's the part that goes quickest. You know, and that's a key factor for us to forget about through everything. But our breath, our breath, it produces so many other reactions and is such a major piece into who we are and how we are, whether it be slowing down our breaths because we're trying to calm ourselves or you know, in exhilaration of chaos of life, our breath, you know, amplifies and multiplies. It is the baseline to so many things. And just the simplest things of just breath is something I never want to take for granted. I don't want to die um, not being able to breathe. I don't want to die slowly. God, I just want I don't know. I I want to die laughing. That's what I've always said. I want to die laughing. I don't care what. Let me die, choke, and and let me laugh. (laughs) Let me laugh, choke, and die. And I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Um, But, you know, I'm thankful for my breath. And as I just navigate life through this lens of how can I be good to myself, be kind to myself, because I was not given every tool in the toolbox. I've had to collect some. I had to make some. I had to find some. I had to, you know, get rid of some. I had to reuse some. I had to use ones that weren't necessarily set for that, but it was all I had. Um, I had to learn about some. I had to borrow some. Um, All in all, I'm going to keep building. But, you know, when you are trying to, be good to yourself and you're trying to give yourself the fighting chance, please, please, please just take it easy. Give yourself grace and compassion. I have to tell myself that all the time. Give yourself grace in this moment. Give yourself compassion in this moment. Love on yourself. Not too hard where you're like, okay, you can do whatever you want, YOLO. No, but just enough so that way it'll be a little bit easier because beating yourself up or questioning yourself or fighting with yourself about what you didn't know is not useful. It's not really useful because in the moment it's where it's at. And so you can go back and kind of say, did I have those pieces? And I just didn't pay attention to them. I didn't carry them. I didn't understand them. But once you realize that the answer is not in the past and this is your moment to, you know, have the light and, and have the experience and have the opportunity, sit with that, be still with that, adopt that, put your name on it, you know, make it feel comfortable, make it feel like it's at home. Um, it's deeply unfortunate when, you know, we have these moments where we, we want to honor ourselves or we want to, 
you know, hold ourselves accountable and we don't because we get swept up or we believe more in others than ourselves or we don't listen to our instincts or we don't listen to what God wants for us or we question or we um, feel like the emotions that we're feeling should dictate how we react and what we do. When all actuality, you know, it's a good practice to sit with ourselves to redirect. Um, you got to be intentional. You got to be intentional. You got to carve out that time. You got to make that moment. You got to start living, like I said, and representing as that person that you want to be. And it may feel unnatural because I cannot tell you, I feel so out of body most days that I just can't believe that. I'm here, but just because it doesn't feel natural doesn't mean that this isn't the progression that you're supposed to have. We can't always feel comfortable. We can't always feel like we're on the right path, but are we putting one foot in front of the other every single day, day by day? Are we stopping ourselves from spiraling? Yes. Are we stopping ourselves from not enjoying the moments that are in front of us? Are we thinking about the precious moments we've already had and the possibilities of what's in front of us, all yes. We just have to keep in mind that our blueprint is our own. Our blueprint wasn't all is not given to us, you know, and sometimes some of us create waves that create impact. And some of us ride waves. And depending on where we are, sometimes we're creating them and sometimes we're, we're, you know, riding them. But are we holding on? Are we going with the flow? We just have to make sense of all of those things in our own way and be comfortable with that and circle back with that, circle back with who you are, circle back with where you want to be and adopt that and enjoy that and, and embrace that and experience that because it's not always going to be that way. Every moment has its season. It's, it has its experience. It has its um, purpose. It has its life, you know, teachable moment. Don't take anything for granted, including yourself, because you already are beautiful by just even taking interest in something like this, because it says to yourself, you know what? I need to dive deeper. I need to dive deeper. Surface level isn't cutting it for me anymore. It isn't enough to say I'm good. What does the texture look like? What does it feel like? What does it um, scream? What does it say to me? Why is this good different than the other good? Why? Why? And once you start to go into that, there comes your authentic, true self. And how can I honor that? How can I give that what it needs, whether it be love, attention, caring, compassion, um, affection, you know, a jolt of motivation, embrace all of those things, you know, faith, whatever it may be. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of everything. Me, I deeply, deeply appreciate it. You guys are amazing. You keep me going. I appreciate you deciding to spend this vulnerable moment with me because this is the whole reason why everything in me exists. And I can't help but express gratitude as much as I possibly can. Um, I don't always get to interact with everyone, although I would love to because you're my family. You 
you guys know me and you also share, and maybe you don't even completely share, obviously you wouldn't because you're not the same person, but share the same ideals and experiences as me. You're not alone. You may feel like it, (laughs) but you're not alone in, in what you're feeling or what you're thinking or what you're trying to piece together, you know, with life being so vast and there being so many iterations or different species as far as like attempts at life and, you know, decisions being made and life choices and cultures. And there's so much more to life than just our bubble. Um, It's beautiful for you to say, let me sit back and say, give myself 30, 40 minutes to listen to someone who is also trying to figure it out. Um, the point is to try to figure it out. That doesn't mean that you do figure it out. So I'll I'll give you a spoiler alert. And as soon as you think you have it figured out, it's not really figured out. So that's why I say you never really have it figured out, but someone is always on their path to own their identity, their, you know, their authenticity and spread that, just spread that to the masses. That's the most important piece, most important part of it all. Until next week, y'all.